What's up, faithful Cole casters? It is a new secular year, and I am so happy to be with you once again. This is the Cole Cast, your one and only source for all the news and notes from the world of Jewish vocal only music. I am still Mike Boxer, and I am still your host, and I am still happy to be bringing this to you. Got a bit of news to tell you in a bit about the scheduling of events in the Jewish a cappella world. We're also going to hear from Jeff Knishkui, who is the chair of the Kolha Olam competition. Going to have a little bit of an interview with him, and he'll give you some background on this event coming up next month. But first, let's hear from Shir Appeal at Tufts University. This is a cover of Neshama Karlbach. This is Ani Shalach.
Ani Shalach. Let's take a look at what's newsworthy in the world of Jewish a cappella. Akapajuza, the yearly festival being held at the Y, has been announced for March 29th of this year. It's a Thursday night, a little bit different than usual. And a couple of big, fairly surprising names have been announced for this year's festival. Joining 613, a perennial performer at Akapajuza, will be the Yeshiva University Maccabees. The Macs have been a part of Akapajuza once before, you know, back in the day. But this was, of course, before they became an overnight sensation. And this will be their first return to the 92nd Street Y stage for Akapajuza. Since they hit it big, so that should be exciting. Big crowd, electric audience, going to be a great show. The Heschel High School Harmonizers, say that three times fast, have also been announced. They'll be repping the high school world. Two additional groups, TBA, but we will bring that to you as soon as they are confirmed. Well, last year, when the JTS's JCFPA, or JICFAPA as it is affectionately known by some, decided to take a one-year hiatus, JPAF arose in its place. Well, this year, the tables have officially turned. JPAF will be taking a one-year hiatus as we retool to become bigger and better than ever. When JPAF returns in 2013, it will feature not just the big showcase concerts, but a full weekend slate of programs and activities, workshops, guest speakers, panels, forums, clinicians, and of course, food. Be on the lookout for that in a year. Meanwhile, Jikfapa is back on the map. They have announced their date March 4th, a little bit later than usual, with details to follow. Two of the more well-known Jewish a cappella singer agencies, Kol Zimra and Harmonia, have merged to become Pella Productions. The new entity's debut was marked with, of course, a parody video on YouTube, arranged by none other than former University of Pennsylvania Shabbaton, Racheli Levinson. And if you were a member or a fan of Tizmor at any time, give or take the last 10 years, you will definitely recognize a few familiar faces on the track and in the video. Of course, that video, as I predicted, was just one of 3,648 Hanukkah viral videos this year. And the ones that you might say started this gold rush, the Maccabees, of course, were back with their own, a cover of Matis Yahoo's Miracle, and it sounds like this. Just living in the miracle, candles on my vehicle, eight nights, gonna shine invincible, no longer be the visible, born through the struggle, keep on moving through all this hustle, head up, head down through all of the bustle, New York City wanna flex your muscle, look so down, look so puzzled, thought around your fire through all the rubble, bound to stumble and fall, but my strength comes not from men at all, bound to stumble and fall, but my strength comes not from Till tomorrow, wipe away your tears and your sorrow. Sunrise in the sky, like an arrow. No need to worry, no need to cry. Light up your mind, no longer be blind. Him who searches will find. Leave your problems behind. You will shine like a fire in the sky. What's the reason we're alive? The reason we're alive. Stumble and fall, but my strength comes not from man at all. Bound to stumble and fall, but my strength comes not from man at all. Me to the highest heights with your miracle. It's a number 
Jeff Knishkui, one of the men behind the Kol Ha'olam competition in Washington, D.C. And Jeff, I know who you are. Of course, uh, over the past several months, we've worked together. But um, a lot of our listeners, despite the fact that this is a great travesty, do not know you. So would you would you mind just letting us know um, what is your role at Kol Ha'olam and uh, who else are you working with there behind the scenes? Sure, Mike. First, it's, it's great to be on your show. And... I am chairing the Kol HaOlam event this year. I'm a member of Abbas Israel, the synagogue where the event is taking place. And so, you know, I'm doing a little bit of everything to get the groups and get the judges and do the planning. And I'm working with Rob Rubin of our men's club, who's the president of the men's club there, and Ellie Greenberg, who heads our informal programming and young professionals programs and we have a large committee of volunteers who are doing all sorts of things as well well that, that is great uh so we are in the second year of koha alum now but let's actually start at the beginning here how and when did this idea come about well actually uh since i was not one of the original innovators of the idea but i do understand that sometime in the fall of 2010 i would say our men's club president, Rob Rubin, was touring colleges with his daughter as they were looking for schools for her. And while they were visiting some of the schools, they both noticed the presence of some Jewish a cappella groups on campuses. And Rob, in his innovative way, was thinking about the uh, existence of these groups and wondering whether there was any kind of competition for these groups. And he was thinking about men's club events and came up with this idea that there should be one and it ought to be at Addis Israel. And that's how the first Koha alum came into being. That's great. So just uh, looking to that backstory a little bit, if I, if I'm, if I'm following the timeline correctly, that should mean that she's in college now. Yes. She is at Georgetown. She is a member of Chutzpah, uh, one of the participants from last year, and uh, hopefully a future participant as well. Alrighty then. So how did you get involved in this event? Well, I have a history of singing a cappella myself, and I guess when the event was getting, it's in, it was in its initial stages, Rob was talking to people, and one of the people that he spoke with at Otis 
knew that I had been singing a cappella, and so we were connected. And I played a, a smaller role in the event last year. I was more involved at the end, but uh, as I got more familiar with and interested in the event, it piqued my interest for getting more involved this year. What are some of the challenges that you faced uh, doing this for the first time? Well, I think, first of all, the big question last year was, would having a big Jewish collegiate a cappella competition fly? I mean, would it attract a crowd? Would it attract groups? And I think we, we learned, as you know, from, from your participation as MC last year, that the answer was a big yes, partly with the the popularity of the sing-off and, and Glee and just American Idol and people just being more exposed to singing and a cappella singing in particular, uh, it turned out that that was a yes. But, you know, they had to find the groups. They had to get groups interested in coming to D.C. if they were from out of town. And then there was the issue of attracting an audience and also just figuring out the logistics of how you put on an event like that. Who are the judges? And, you know, where where do you get all the uh, uh, the space? Uh, are you going to do it on the BEMA? Is, uh, does everybody need their own microphone? Just all of those logistical things, as well as things like where are they all going to sleep if they're coming from out of town? So, so lots of lots of moving pieces that needed to be put together. Given the full house that you had and the and the plethora of groups coming from all over the place, didn't seem like uh, many of those challenges were insurmountable. Um, and what were uh, some of the main comments you got after the event? Well, first of all, the kids had a blast. The the kids that came to sing just really enjoyed the the opportunity to sing in in front of this kind of audience and this kind of event and a lot of those comments also had to do with being able to meet kids from groups from around the country hear groups that they'd never heard before and um, it was also a nice professional singing opportunity for them to grow to get feedback and so from the group's perspective, there were a lot of those kinds of positives. The audience was was really ecstatic. I mean, you could hear it in the laughter uh, on some of the songs as well as the applause. And the enthusiasm it's generated for this year, both in terms of people stepping forward, approaching me and, and wanting to volunteer in, in any way that they can, but also it's it's very clear that people are looking forward to this year's event once again. That's great. So um, now we're we're moving forward into our to our second year, and uh, you know everything in life is a learning experience, of course. And um, so, what are some of the adjustments you're making uh, that's going to make this year different than the last? Well, the first, I think, major adjustment that we did this year was to actually have a competition to get into the competition. You know, last year it was the beginning and finding groups, finding good email addresses or web pages just to find groups that were still in existence and performing, I think, was one of the big challenges last year. So this year, uh, one of the first things that I did after I agreed to chair the event was a lot of going through the Internet and web and finding groups and finding contacts and reaching out to groups to compile as large 
list as possible. And I must interject that it's such a great teachable moment for those of our listeners out there who are in groups or possibly group presidents or business managers. Groups, there are people out there who want to get in touch with you and or book you for performances, whether it's Jeff Knishkui with the Cole Haolam competition or whether it's Mike Boxer with JPAF. Or maybe it's that JCC that missed out on you the last time you toured their area. Make it easy on them. It's a great idea to set up an email address that always stays the same for your group that you can pass on from one leader to the next through the years. It makes it a lot easier to get in touch with your group, especially for people coordinating multi-group programs. Anyway, Jeff, please continue. Sure, Mike. It was my expectation and hope that, based on last year's event, that it would excite a lot of the other groups to want to join in the fun this year. So we reached out to around 45 groups, mostly in the U.S. and a couple in Canada, just to let them know about it, to give them the timeline. And we ended up hearing from around 25 of the groups that were either interested or just to tell us that they couldn't do it this year, but maybe next year. And ultimately, we had about 17 groups that applied to compete to get in this year. So that was one of the big changes, was just to have that kind of uh, competition to figure out how we could narrow down and, and spread the wealth, you know, invite more groups to be a part of this this year. We also have made a little bit of a change in in terms of the content of the songs this year, we have required that both of the songs that, that each group sings as part of the competition have a Jewish component to it. And one of the songs has to be in all Hebrew. The other one has to be Jewish in some other way. And that's a little different than last year as well. We're going to be, and we're still working on getting our judges lined up, but I think one of the things for the judging this year will be to have a somewhat uniform background in in music and a cappella. Not that they're all going to come from the same backgrounds, but just that everyone will, will have that kind of musicality. And also, we're going to be giving out a best beatboxing prize this year, which is different than last year. So those are some of the things that we're doing. Very cool. So uh, some new thing, new dimensions being added to this year. More with Jeff Knishkui, the chair of the Koha Olam National Jewish Acapella Competition, after this. What? On our way, we've been traveling from state to state, and they don't understand what they say. Three thousand years with no place to be, and I'm wanting me to give up my milk and honey. Don't you see? It's not about the land or the sea, not the country, but the dwelling of His Majesty. Jerusalem, if I forget you, let the fire not come from it comes. Jerusalem, if I forget you, let my right hand forget what it's supposed to do. Jerusalem, if I forget you. Jerusalem, if I forget you Let my right hand forget what it's supposed to do Rebuild the temple and the crown of glory Years gone by like 63 Said we burned in the oven in the century 
and the gas tried to choke, but it couldn't choke me. I will not lay down and I will not fall asleep. And I'm coming overseas, yes, I'm trying to be free. Erasing the demons out of my memory. Change your name, change your identity. Afraid of the truth and our dark history. And why is everybody always chasing me? Cut off their meat from your family tree. And don't you know, that's not the way to be. Simon says, if I forget the truth, then my words will penetrate. Babylon burning in the place, can see through the haze. Chop down all that in dirty ways, and that's the place that you get for seven lies to the That's off the latest album by Binghamton University's Kas Keset. They were one of the competitors in the inaugural Kolhau alum competition last year, and they'll be participating again this year on February 25th in Washington, D.C. We're talking with Jeff Knishkui, who is the chair of this event. Now, last month, uh, I made an announcement about who is coming, but let's get the official roster um, from the chair of, of this competition. Who is coming to Kolhau alum 2? Well, and it's pretty much as you announced with, I think, maybe one addition. The list this year includes six groups from last year and four new groups. The returning groups are Tiz Moret from Queens College, the reigning champion, Cole Sassone from the University of Maryland, the reigning runner-up, Mezu Menet from the University of Maryland, Kas Keset from Binghamton University, Rock Shalom from the University of Maryland, and Stam from Washington University. And then we have four new groups. The Midwest is particularly well represented this year. We have Hushir from Indiana University, Kolhak Avod from the University of Michigan, 
and Juop from the University of Wisconsin. And rounding out our group is Colote from the University of Massachusetts Amherst. So I'm doing the math here, and that's 10 groups. And uh, you mentioned to me, we, we all know that there are far more than 10 across the country, and you mentioned that uh, there were 17 that applied to get in. So um, how were those unbearable cuts made? How did the, the process go for, for choosing the groups who were going to actually be in this final round of competition go? Well, it, it was difficult. We, we first started out by deciding that what we would do is ask any of the groups that wanted to be in the competition this year to submit a, a video, a current video of two songs. One of the songs had to have Hebrew, and the other song could be anything they wanted. And they had to be a current video with current members. So we had a panel of three of us, three experienced a cappella singers, that got together and we viewed all the videos that came in. And we had a score sheet for, for doing that, where we were looking at their vocal presentation, their visual presentation, and their entertainment value. And we individually scored them. We then tallied the scores, and we had some discussion, uh, particularly for ones that were kind of close to our cut. We were really thinking that the competition would be somewhere between eight and ten groups, and we made our decisions after the discussion. All right. Well, I'm sure there's there's at least seven groups out there who are going to have an additional fire for Kolha Alam 3 to improve their game and uh, get a spot in next year. Um, but we're definitely looking forward to uh, seeing the, the 10 that are in uh, Battle It Out. Um, so you've given us lots of information, I guess, um, just kind of in, to close things off in, in a general sense. What are you hoping for this year? Well, first of all, we want to provide a nice, exciting experience for the 10 groups that are coming. I mean, we're going to have close to 150 singers, and we just want them to have a great time. We want to give them an excited and very large audience to perform for. We want to give them an opportunity to sing at their highest level and to, you know, meet whatever goals that they've set for themselves. And, and I think we're doing that. There, there's a lot of buzz and excitement among the groups, and I know there's going to be a lot of preparation on their parts going into performing and to getting here. You know, some of them have to raise funds because they're traveling quite a distance. So we just want to make it really special for them, give them a nice Shabbat experience uh, for those members that will be spending the night with host families, and we hope that will be a lot of them. And, of course, we want to give a great show for the audience. We want to expose both current a cappella fans uh, as well as new a cappella fans to this exciting event and to seeing college kids uh, singing Jewish a cappella music, which, you know, of course, there's a lot of Jewish kids singing and there's also kids that are not Jewish singing in the groups. So we want to expose the audience to what these groups have to offer. And more than anything, I suppose, since our event is in February this year, we're hoping and praying for good weather. Well, that is a, that is a valid concern. Thanks, Mike. Uh, I, I knew you have some connections there. <laughs> uh, I'll see what I can do.
Jeff Nishkui, the chair of Kol Ha'olam, which is taking place on Saturday night, February 25th, 2012, at Addis Israel Congregation in Washington, D.C. All the information you need, including how to get tickets, is available at kolhaolam.org. And Jeff, we thank you so much for being with us today, and uh, we wish you the best of luck with producing this fantastic event. Thanks, Mike, and we're looking forward to having you back in D.C. I'm looking forward to being there. Take care, Jeff. Thanks. Bye. Here's a track from last year's winners, Queens College's Tease Moret. This is Meme Como, a gorgeous tune penned by their faculty director, Daniel Hankin, with a little help from his wife, Alisa Hankin, and of course, Morty Weinstein. Here's Tease Moret. Just beautiful. And on that note, we are going to close out this month's episode of The Colcast. Hope you found it enlightening. As always, I'm so happy you tuned in, and I hope you will next month. And even more so, I hope you will write in and let me know what's going on with your group. You can always reach me at info at thecolcast.com. Send me music, send me news, send me your just latest musings. Thoughts on trends in popular culture and predictions for the outcome of popular sporting events. You know, anything you want to share. This is Mike Boxer, and I don't think Jews dubstep, man. <laughs>